welcome to another episode of Chatty Broads with Becca and Jess. Good morning, Los Angeles. Good morning, Broads. Hi, Becca. Broads. You're back, Queen. I missed you. You know, I uh, I love my hubs, and he's he's a great to to have a moment to fill in. But it's just you know, it just doesn't feel right when. Wow. You know, it's you know. It, I- I'm going to be completely straight with you. I am so glad out of all episodes to miss, this is the one I missed. I didn't give a shit about this episode. (laughs) It was now. Okay. So Evan on one hand was watching it and he was like living because he loves justice. So he's like, get rid of them. And he was just like, just so into it. But it just, it's hit a certain point where when all of a sudden the MJ Jesenia fight started and it was like, why are you doing this to just say no build up? This is we so have no build up. We this, have no I'm yeah, no foreplay. Exactly. Exactly. There's no it, it just felt so manufactured to me. I'm like, can you just leave Jasenia alone and let MJ just fume by herself? The drama, the petty drama needs to be done. I'm ready to I like mean, I like Jasenia and like she's cool and whatever. It's just fucking stupid. Like, I don't give a shit. Yeah. No, it's it's just it's and just, I miss Victoria already. <laughs> See, I'm, I was done. Like, I was very when she done. she said, I never will date another Matt again, I was dying. It was, it was a line. I miss her lines. I feel like there's no, I mean, she's horrible. She's horrible. I was just texting someone this day. She's awful, but terrible. There's no like, but at the same time, but the, but the reason she's funny to me, I'm not like idolizing her. The reason she's funny to me is because she, she so lacks self-awareness about what a bad person she is. And she, when she's like, I spread nothing like but love and light in the house. I'm just like, this is so funny. When she was talking about delivering joy, like she brings joy to people. The level I I, I fell over in my seat. Like I just couldn't. I couldn't. It was too much. I couldn't process it. See, yeah, when people are like, what do you mean you love her? I'm like, that's what I mean. Like, that, that but, is so funny to me. And between her talking about her bringing her like that, she brings joy. And then MJ being like, oh. I'm all about peace and harmony. I'm like, who are what these the- people? You guys, you guys, I will say one thing definitively about both of you. You have zero self-awareness, clearly. <laughs> like, my goodness. I mean, Which, by the way, people have been asking about like, producer plants and stuff i got a ton of dms today when i posted about both mj and victoria people being like i know them from xyz like tons of messages and everyone's really? like they're exact yeah and they're ex- they're yeah i should talk about this stuff more on instagram because i was getting tea left and right from people knowing these people directly like from their hometown or their oh yeah um one girl her best friend was roommates with victoria like another girl went to high school with mj yeah and everyone said about both of them they are like exactly like on the show so the roommate of victoria said that's just who victoria is yeah mm-hmm. that's who she is she just liked that. I don't know about like the mean part. I think just like her being ridiculous. Like, can you imagine living with Victoria? Well, for one thing, I would not allow her giant Trump flag in the dining room. I'll say that much, but girl, girl. 
<laughs> yeah, no, I couldn't do it. But she wouldn't make it past the roommate interview for me, to be honest. I'd be yeah, scared. I just I just have this image and I can't get it out of my head that Victoria is a big cigarette smoker. I don't know what it is. She just I, gives off that vibe. No, she's the girl that would get drunk and then would smoke cigarettes inside your house. That's that's what I was going to say. You know? I, I, I pictured yeah. her literally coming, like um, showing up for a roommate interview in my apartment and like just lighting up a cigarette in my place and me like being before like she even get yeah mm-hmm. yeah like for like three words and like hi my name's victoria and just start smoking and i'm like um you know i'm a little bit like uh excuse me like we'll do we'll say jessica four years ago who was a more demure i'd be like um do you mind not maybe uh smoking inside and she's just like <laughs> no this is what i fucking do and then i just picture myself letting her trample me and become my roommate and then there's like those like stalactite things from like smoking inside hanging from my home and i've just like developed <laughs> what are you talking about is that a thing yeah when people smoke inside like a closed space for too long talking in the mic i keep going like this leaning in forward and missing the mic <laughs> stalactites yeah what are you talking about? Ew, I have to look this up. How gross. Yeah, no, it's it's if you like if someone stays in like a small apartment and is smoking like with the windows rolled up over years and years, things like develop on the ceiling. Stop. Am I making that up? I, no, yeah, I don't believe that this is a thing. Look up like smoker ceiling. Was <laughs> this just from like some like old horror movie that I watched when I was little and I just convinced myself that I it was know, real? I looked up cigarette smoke stalactite and it just showed stalactites that look like cigarette smoke. <sighs> Broads, let me know. <laughs> is this, I mean, is like this stains. Stains. Maybe that's what I'm thinking. And my brain just pictured like actual like stalactites coming from like Victoria, even though who knows if she smokes cigarettes. Just my. Oh. Uh. That it just still made my stomach turn anyway, but yeah. Ew. Yeah, like sometimes it'll get like little like dots of cigarette smoke. I don't even know. Okay, uh, enough of that. Yeah. Good morning, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Good morning. Um, let me see if I have any other thoughts on the episode real quick. <sighs> Who? Oh, oh, this is what I wanted to ask from you. Oh, sure. Okay. I know you don't like Kit, but did you despise her as much as you thought you would during the no, one-on-one? Now I'm completely apathetic to her. I think she's one of the most boring people I've ever seen on TV. Okay. I apathetic is the word. I didn't know if you and I were going to get into like a whole okay. a whole thing mm-hmm. about this because I watched it and I was preparing mind, body and soul to be like, "Oh, Kit's like she's my least favorite now." Da da da. And I don't know if it's because of all the trauma from Queen Victoria and Anna and MJ and all this. Yeah. So she seems like so low key, but like she just I just felt like it was just boring. So I didn't have that like heat that I thought I was going she's to. She's just boring. The only, Okay. Well, I did post this on my Instagram and I still stand by it where it was like, she's like, no, I just want a simple life. And I'm like, oh, okay. That like makes a lot of sense coming from you. You definitely seem like the type of person to romanticize like being poor. <laughs> definitely. Yes. <laughs> I'm like, honey, you actually showed me one of her stories where she's like posting like it was like a picture of her in her sweatshirts and she was like trying to be funny being like the best style on the season or whatever. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. people. Yeah. And like in the background, it's like the fucking Greek 
Parthenon in the background of whatever home she's in. I'm like, simple life. You're one of those it people like who probably castle. saves van life photos on Pinterest. And then like, if you actually ever had to live in a van, there would be like serious issues. Yes. I will say when she was talking about um, that, why she's really guarded, I did my brain went, oh, that makes sense to me, though. Like mm-hmm. when you when you do grow up in the spotlight, she was one of the few. You know, I I always get a little like eh, when any contestant on the show always leads with like I'm super guarded because I'm like, but you're you auditioned for a reality television show with <laughs> yeah, cameras totally. in your face and went through like a thousand interviews, so obviously like you're not that guarded. Yeah. Um. So, but when Kit said I'm guarded, I'm like, okay, I I I. I believe this because I picture your mother being very strict. You grew up in like a don't let them see you do that. Kit kitten. Mm-hmm. They probably call her kitten <laughs> kitten. <laughs> You're using the wrong fork kitten. <laughs> That's the dessert fork. <laughs> no, I'm doing this right full. now. You look like a scary version of Ember. Which, by the way, I have to say real quick, the broads, Ember sent a happy birthday video to Ruth where she pretended to be a kitty. And Ruth begged me to leave my phone on the couch. And every time it would just go to the end of the video. You know how the play yeah. thing pops up in the text? Ruth was just sitting there like this. And it was just hitting play again and again. Oh, literally so seven times. Oh, she that was makes like, me so happy. More? More? And I, was just it. I don't know if it's because we don't let her watch TV enough or what, but she loved Ember's cat impression. I was so. like, Ember, Ruth loves kittens. And she was like, I will be a cat. <laughs> she said her name was like Tipsy or something. You're like, what's your cat name? And she's like, Tipsy or something. Yeah. And I was like, ooh. Fitzy? Yeah, it was something like that, but it was a little. It was Cheatsy. She said Cheatsy. Yeah, Cheeksy. I'm like, the names the girl comes up with. Cheeksy. The name she comes up with always very original. It's never just like cat. It's just like Lady Cheekerson Whiskertons. And you're like, oh, wow, it's not bad, actually. And you said, what's 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 Ruth's cat name? She goes, Cheeksy, too. And you're like, OK, you're both named Cheeksy. Wow. Popular name. Um, I heard in the kitten community that it's a very popular name. <laughs> OK, anyway, back to you. you were saying Kit being guarded and you said I could see that. Yeah. So that I, I will say when I was watching and I was like, OK, I'm just not very excited by this. But I did believe her when she said she was guarded because it's also like when too, you're but... loaded, like you probably has so much money and her mom's famous that it's probably, you know, people probably use her when it's like as far as friendship goes, like they act like they like her, but it's because they want to get into like Cynthia Rowley's yeah. parties. So into her closet. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just like you have a showroom in your house, correct? <laughs> Yeah, that makes sense. But then also I'm like, okay, you're going on The Bachelor literally just though for more exposure. Yes, I would imagine. I would imagine. (laughs) But she didn't say she didn't say I don't want to be famous. She said I'm guarded. Okay, so it's like, okay, that that is a good point. That is a good point. Um, My only other qualms are. hmm. Oh, I'm just like really tired of making boring white girls like famous. And I feel like she's it's not her fault that she's a boring white girl Mm -hmm. but she is just one of those people where i'm like to the public look when i say like oh you have nothing to offer the public i'm not saying that's a very broad statement Mm -hmm. i'm not actually going to say that at all but my point being like on a public platform my question to her is like on a public platform like what do you have to offer well i guess cool outfits i guess that's fair 
but like i feel like the, yeah. the black girls on the show who have cool outfits like wouldn't get as many followers and i'm just like kind of over it to be honest i just would like like to actually um just stop centering when they talk about a season that they are saying okay we have our first black bachelor we're going to be more diverse in our casting and yet here we are and the only people that we're getting to know is like white girl drama and i'm sorry but there's there's a few people like i wanted to get to know lauren who is a uh what is it not a corporate lawyer but like some big time lawyer who has all these i'm like i want to get to know i wanted to see more of chelsea i'd love to know more about chelsea okay like i I mean it's it's just i don't know it's just it's i i felt like mari could have had a cool storyline she got cut i'm curious about mari there was like fun drama there i don't even know who mari is see you know it's just like i couldn't even remember piper's name last night because i've seen her on a total of like you know three random scenes oh my god however many weeks piper is an obsession for me I I, yeah. I feel like I'm really hoping Piper is going to go far. I like Piper a lot. Okay. I like Hannah, actually, a lot more than I thought I would. Hannah? Is that her name? Is that her name? Oh, I'm sorry. Wait, what's her name? The one he went on the date with last week? Then one of the new girls? Oh, Michelle. Oh, Michelle. Eh, similar name to Hannah. Yeah, I Michelle. love Michelle. And Michelle's cool. Also, we talked about it uh, in the last episode, but Michelle joined Instagram like six months ago. I saw that. All hail Michelle. <laughs> Michelle. <laughs> Hannah. All hail Hannah. Um, the only thing. I mean, I, I you know what? I want to see more of Abigail. And in a normal season, we probably would have seen so much more of all of these girls. And they had to bring in. It's just oh, so stupid. I'm just mm-hmm. over it. Mm-hmm. Yep. I yep. will say, though, I think Matt's handling it great. I said this on my Instagram today. I was I was extremely impressed. I was very grateful that I shouldn't even say impressed. I was grateful that he right away was like heard what was going on and it was like nope, 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 nope. <laughs> and there was no and I said again I said this last episode but I love that he didn't have bring Anna and Brittany into a room and have to have Brittany deal with that and have like a confrontation. Oh I like that I he was just like, bye, oh Anna. Oh my God, he handled the Anna situation. I forgot because it was so early in the episode. He handled that situation so well. We were like, Gray and I were like, bye, bitch. <laughs> Bye-bye. <laughs> 10 out of 10. And he handled the conversation with Brittany so well. Yes, yeah, he did. Totally. He did. I, I, yeah. That's what I was saying. It was like, there was no, there was nothing about his conversation either that uh, was lending it all to any sort of like uh, uh, stigmatizing of sex work. No, actually, I was like had a listening ear out for that too, and yeah. I didn't. I noticed that also. He, right, he wasn't like saying like that's the worst thing you could say about anyone. He mm-hmm. was just like acknowledging that it could like you know potentially be harmful with her life with her personal life like yeah and he said like and he made a comment where he said the rumors like we need to address this because it's a rumor and it's a lie like yeah it wasn't there was no he wasn't uh, stigmatizing it at all like so i was like you know what i was happy he he looks good let's say that he looks (laughs) like he's handling everything great now speaking of uh wait also we never saw anna's apology right oh you mean like when she apologized to Brittany? Yeah. Her supposed apology to Brittany. Yeah. Um, wait, are you talking about on the show? Yeah. Did she, we see it? So Did I miss it? No, because she, it was like coupled in with her basically just telling Brittany, oh, by the way, everyone in the house knows this. 
Oh, that was the apology moment was she was sitting Brittany down to be like, um, so, so sorry. Oh, but oh, wait, no, 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 bitch. I, I remember that conversation. I thought that she legit went and apologized, like had a, <laughs> yeah, basically I didn't realize that was the conversation that she was referencing. No. That was the conversation. I'm pretty sure that was the conversation oh she was referencing God. because he talked to Brittany first. That's just ridiculous. Okay. Yeah, that's just ridiculous. I was like thinking that, I don't know. I thought that like Anna in private sat her down and was like, I am so sorry. Like whatever, like the day before or something. Maybe. Nope. But I don't think so because the, the conversation that Brittany seemed not. like she was referencing was... That brief interaction? Yeah, it like it like harkened back to some of the statements that she said in that. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Wow. Uh-huh. Bye, Anna. Bye. We don't miss you. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> okay, anyway, before we dive in, we're going to get into tea and drama. There's a episode. lot. And we can, like, right after this, we can talk about some that's actually gonna, supposedly going to be happening in next week's episode. And I am quaking. I am absolutely quaking. Um, but before we get into that, Broads, here's the thing. <clears throat> Out of all the holidays in the year, the one that I get the most excited about every year is Valentine's Day. Okay, fine. You can come for me. Other than other than Christmas, it's Valentine's Day. You might think it's cheesy, but I love love. All right. I just love love. Me too. And while jewelry is nice and I'll never say no to a box of chocolates, what gets me the most excited is, of course, sentimental gifts. Sentimental gifts for my husband and my loved ones. Um, it's our little tradition that I look forward to every year. And this year, I'm using FrameBridge to help me put together the perfect frame collection of photos from our entire relationship. Wow. Evan is going to love that. He's also going to kind of hate that because I know he hates his hair in many of these photos. He's going to hate it so much, but he's also (laughs) going to adore it. He'll cry for many reasons. He'll cry out of joy and also cry out of anger. (laughs) Well, okay. I used FrameBridge to actually get Gray multiple presents for Christmas. I framed a bunch of his old posters that he had never gotten around framing. Anyway, they make it so, so easy to give the people in your life something super special. I love FrameBridge. All you have to do is go to FrameBridge.com. You upload your photos or if you don't want to do that, they send you a package. That's what I did. So you can safely mail in all of your physical photos or posters or art or whatever. And then you'll have the option to preview your item online in various framings. And you even get free recommendations from their expert team of designers. They have so many cool frames to choose from. I love so, FrameBridge. So it's so good, honestly. And it's so helpful to have those designers on hand. I really didn't realize how niche framing photos is, but it's actually way more complex yeah. than I had anticipated. Uh, and after you choose your frame, uh, frames, the team at FrameBridge will get to work and deliver your finished piece directly to your door. And get this, their prices start at just $39 and all the shipping is free. If you went to a framing store, you'd be looking at prices in the hundreds of dollars. Oh, yeah. I've gotten lots of stuff professionally framed and it's very expensive. It's very pricey. And FrameBridge actually does. Just the other day, I got a quote for like 500 bucks for this poster. FrameBridge is doing it for way less of the price. So uh, I'm going to FrameBridge instead. Also, I don't love. have to leave my house. <laughs> yes. Another easy. Uh, another benefit. Please. We love it. Okay. Anyway, I can't sing their praises enough. I'm really obsessed with FrameBridge right now. So frame your photos or give the perfect Valentine's Day gift when you go to FrameBridge.com and use promo code Chatty to save an additional 15% off your order. That is FrameBridge. FrameBridge. 
Um, okay, Brads. Well, some of my best memories growing up and also now with my own family are the times we spend eating dinner together, no matter how busy we all get. It's just nice to have a time at the end of every day when we can just be together. Um, I don't, however, particularly enjoy trying to come up with creative new recipes for dinner every night. I'm good for like four different meals. Um, but after that, I always seem to run out of ideas, which is why I am obsessed with HelloFresh. They keep our family dinners delicious, different, and stress-free no matter what day of the week it is. Girl, I just made a HelloFresh meal for dinner tonight. These ads are just like, speaking to my life. <laughs> Honestly, Ugh. straight to your soul today, honey. Straight to my soul. We had like the most amazing spinach ravioli thing with like bell peppers and tomatoes Ooh, and whatnot. Yum. So good. Anyway, um, if you listen to us regularly, you've probably heard us talk about one of our um, other favorite meal delivery kits, Green Chef. But Green Chef is actually now owned by HelloFresh. So we don't play favorites, honey. Both services offer amazing recipes and I love switching between the two to mix it up. That is true. I am literally about to start getting Green Chef um, <laughs> also. Anyway, with HelloFresh, you get pre-portioned ingredients and recipe instructions delivered right to your door every week. They offer a huge range of recipes. You've got like 23 options per week with a range of flavors, cuisines, and ingredients, and everything is ready in a fraction of the time dinner usually takes because half of the work is already done for you. It's mm -hmm. simple. Plus, you'll never overbuy ingredients again because they come pre-portioned, which is better for the environment and better for your wallet, okay? Mm -hmm. I love that HelloFresh gives me time back instead of stressing uh, about what to make or figure out if you know my husband can sneak out to the grocery store i can focus on what's really important like enjoying a meal with my family go to hellofresh.com slash 10 chatty for 10 free meals including free shipping that's hellofresh.com slash 10 chatty and use code 10 chatty for 10 free meals including free shipping it's hellofresh america's number one meal kit baby Okay, well, can I just tell you that Matt James dropped some tea um, on a podcast recently that makes me scratch my head about what next week will hold. And I don't know if he's just like teasing it to try to make it sound wilder than it is. What? I haven't heard anything about this. Okay, so, so first, in an interview with Rachel um, Lindsay for Extra, he made some comment about how, you know, Tyler Cameron's showing up in next week's episode. <laughs> but of course, Tyler is finally here. Um, and Tyler, apparently he said that something happens to Tyler that's like very, un like Tyler shows up and he has an unexpected journey. Like he shows up and it's unexpected. And Rachel goes, are you telling me that we're going to have a like a season with another bachelor going on? And he's like, I don't know. You're going to have to tune in to find out. And I'm like, all Is right. Is some girl going to leave for him? Well, then he went on Chicks in the Office podcast and he said that someone falls for Tyler. And so, and he used the term falls for Tyler. So part of me goes, Matt, are Is you? Is play on words? Are, does, does someone literally fall in front of Tyler? And are, am I going to rage out when you, yeah. <laughs> when all of a sudden? I, I, I foresee that. But, but, but then the, the, uh, the hosts were like, wait, are you saying, because they had asked him, they were like, so were you concerned that if Tyler shows up that maybe one of the women or a few of the women might all of a sudden like be bigger fans of Tyler and like want to be dating Tyler, which I'm like, first of all, it's kind of rude. 
I mean, most of new girls could be like, I thought Tyler was going to be the bachelor, like when I auditioned last year or something. And also, they are the bestie of besties. So it's like, I mean, I feel like pretty much everyone, everything. Yeah, I feel like pretty much everyone has a crush on both of them. You know what I mean? It's kind of like, I like Matt, I like Tyler, love them both. Um, But he made it then sound right after he goes, Well, I'm going to let you guys know this because you guys are my faves. Uh, it gets pretty, it gets pretty wild because, you know, someone falls for Tyler and it's, it's a thing. Is this season going to be like 16 episodes long? What the fuck? I don't know. But How can- many women are still there? Like 20? And Heather's showing up next week. And you know, Sarah's going to show back up. I still believe it in my heart and soul. I still She's believe coming back. it. <laughs> she is coming back. And if we, she, and we have to make her come back, we're making, she's coming back. We're making some calls. It's just like, Sarah, honey, where are you at? Um, uh, you, you cannot leave me hanging and making me look like an idiot, Sarah. Get your ass back in the game. Well, she'll be in paradise for sure. Due to her many, yeah, um, I know. But I made some strong. Uh, we made some strong statements about her coming back. I know, but we also got some intense DMs that we decided not to share because we didn't have hard facts. But it made her. us. It made us assume things. You know what I mean? Did you know that? Like how there was rumors going around about her and G E Z. Did you know there's like a photo of freaking uh, Anna with G E Z too? Yeah. <laughs> G-Eazy is loving the women of this season. Like, um, what the fuck? Well, that, though, definitely looked like a... It was like a bottle no, like service a f- photo. But the fact that they both have photos with G-Eazy... That's except, what I'm saying. Except Sarah's was not, like, on her page. Like, that was her out and about with G-Eazy. Like, G-Eazy is her... Was, like, either was a friend of hers or was her boo or whatever, you know. Interesting. Anna Interesting. was... You know. But... So the point is, though, can you imagine if next week, all of a sudden, some girl, like, falls for for Tyler? If it's one of the new girls, that makes sense. I mean... Like, one of the girls that came, like, last week. Yeah. But, like, barely anyone's really gotten to know Matt. There's been so much drama. That's exactly my point. (laughs) That's exactly my point. It's like... Okay, good. This is a good way to get yeah, more we girls gotta off get, the show. We clear gotta, out the clear out the room, guys. We gotta get Come to on. know. How we else am I gonna? Day. You're bringing in another woman. You're bringing in Heather. I need to get to know some of these other people. Well, this is what makes me think that um, Sarah is coming back with all of the stuff they're packing in this season. I believe they're gonna have to snip around the. They're, they 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 got to cut some corners and trim the fat. You know what I'm saying? I do not think that that they would waste all that a whole episode on Sarah if she's not coming back. Well, apparently. Unless she's going to be the bachelorette or some shit. I mean, maybe. But apparently there was a whole like there was. Oh, OK. So, you know how last week we just saw the the ending portion of the date? Well, uh, you know, it was the group date and it got cut like it. We only saw the end where he did the cocktail hour. Um, and then there was like the all the like the varsity comments that happened during that portion. We yeah. didn't see the day portion. Well, apparently Tasha and Jojo were there and hanging out and talking with Matt and they fully edited all oh, of that yeah. out. See exactly what I'm saying. Exactly my point. Why the hell would they edit out Tasha and Jojo and leave in Sarah if Sarah wasn't coming back? I stand by what I say. Yeah, I mean, Tasha, sense, the most know? recent Bachelorette, yeah. you're going to cut a whole scene with yeah. her? Yeah, Also, I'd be mad. 
be like i quarantined my ass flew all the way out here yeah I, I'm like, I, I'm, I want to, I'd rather be with Jojo's like, why am I here again? <laughs> Jojo's like, Jojo's like, I'm extremely busy. Um, I have television shows. Tasha's like, I am, have found the love of my life. Like, why are you making me come out here? Why are you taking me away from him? Yeah. Oh, two of them. <laughs> but yeah, so we'll mm, see. Still obsessed with them. Um, one last thing. One last thing about the episode. Um, you know what? No, let's not even get into it. We're going to get into it this episode. All right. Um, okay. So then Becca, mm-hmm. there was a photo that Matt James posted that I do have to talk to you about because on Tyler's birthday, Matt James posted a photo, like a whole montage to Tyler. And there was a photo that was, um, oh, I saw their, their quote unquote first apartment together. Oh, I saw uh-huh horrific Her- i mean so broads i don't know if you recall us talking about matt james's roommate coming on g- going on a podcast episode and talking about um her issues with matt james and wait the funny thing is though is that she was like we all enabled each other like she didn't actually talk shit on him about the messy thing that no, was just hilarious because that was a dis it's disgusting it was disgusting but she did say that that Tyler would sleep on a disgusting bean oh, yeah. bag mm-hmm. and, and the photo it. was Tyler mm-hmm. on the bean bag mm-hmm. and that room. Oh my God. That's like a nightmare. That's like when you decide to go home with a guy from the club and you get there and you're like, Oh my God, <laughs> like I'm calling an Uber right now. It doesn't oh, matter how okay. drunk you are. You're like, I'm going home. I have to say that might be like top five, like no, maybe like top three worse like go home like having I mean, like a, that was so, that photo was so bad it was it was like that's like to me top three like one night stand when you have like when you go to the person's house and it's just disgusting like if i like matt james is so like how dare you even try to bring someone home to your house looking like that there's no way that gg ever stepped foot in there like there's no way oh, that these i can't stop thinking about Gigi's thinking about this whole situation <laughs> in her stilettos in her no, guest she stilettos would, she literally doesn't even know where he lives no has no idea and like there's no way that they ever brought girls home like they're they had to just go back to their place because no, i'm sure they did i because it's then this is because it's tyler i bet he got away with that kind of shit all the time i don't care how much of a god you are if your spot looks like that and i go home i'm leaving if you're a celeb if you're a celeb and i know you're making that influencer coin honey and you live under your friend's bed literally under your friend's bed on a bean bag i'm like (laughs) are you saving up to like build your empire like maybe you're future oriented and in that case i'm gonna stick by your side but (laughs) What it looks like to me is that you are a massive piece of shit. <laughs> what it looks like to me is maybe codependence <laughs> that we should go and we should talk to somebody about because also hoarders. Like that, also, that place was like covered. You couldn't see the ground, bitch. You you couldn't walk. You couldn't walk. Like like it looked like they have trails going to the bathroom. There were layers of like of like stuff and trash to like climb. It looked like something out of Wally. <laughs> When the robots are like going over all the garbage. That's what the bedroom looked like. <laughs> so bad. It was truly so bad. Um, which actually, um, that's the only thing about Matt is like, I think that he's just a little young. And what I mean by that is like not age wise, because I know what it feels like to be age shamed. But like, if that's how you were living last year, sweetie, 
You're still a little, you got some life to live, some learning to do. Yeah. With who, peace and love. Yeah. With peace and love. <laughs> Whoever's going to show up and be the person that he chooses in the end. Like, I want to know. I want actual, I don't care about the rest of this damn show. What I want is video footage of that person walking into his apartment for the mm-hmm. first time. Like they used to do on The Bachelor. Yeah. Yes. Like, remember? Was that Allie scene when they were doing the yes. OG recaps when she went back to his New York apartment? Yes. The poor guy. The All the other guys had dates elsewhere, but he happened to live in New York. And so he had to take her back to his apartment where I'm pretty sure there wasn't even a bed. And I mean, was, they like, did it on Love is Blind. I want them to start doing that again on The Bachelor, please. That that I mean, it's true. That was one of my favorite things about Love is Blind is when they right? took them back to the homes. Oh, and you're my like, God. are you right about the homes? Remember, what's her name? Mark and her- Jessica. exactly how we called it okay okay we're getting derailed we're getting derailed but um yes let's do that again um matt's house is disgusting okay that's all yes what i'm saying is like matt when this person gets to know matt he's living in this like a gorgeous home away from the hotel now he now he and tyler are living like in an eight thousand dollar apartment a that month. doesn't mean that it's not disgusting. 100%. But they probably hire maids now if they know what's good for them. I mean, I... They need someone to keep, like, care of whatever home they're living in because... Okay. No, why am I even wasting my time giving them the benefit of the doubt? Let's move on. I was just about to say, like, oh, well, maybe... Uh, no. They don't deserve that from me. Here's the thing. I my car is disgusting and like there are moments when my bedroom is disgusting, but I have the decency to not post it on social media. I've never had a friend living under my bed. I'm going to say I'll say that. No one's ever lived under my bed on a beanbag. Um I at certain points in college definitely like slept under people's beds when I would um be too drunk to walk back to my spot. Um but that was Why kinda- under the bed? Because in the dorms, the, the we would sometimes lift our beds. Um, like yeah, when I know we had what you're talking. I mean, I know what you're talking about. I'm kind of playing dumb. Underneath. But. Okay. Well, you have yeah, space no. underneath. And so I would set up like a little nest for myself and sometimes, yeah. you know, pass out. Other than I that. I think that's what no. Tyler does too. I think they're still living that college existence. And that's why they're I think they're they just... probably live in a two bedroom, like $8,000 a month apartment. I think they both probably live in the same room. Oh yeah. I forget. It's New York. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's probably... It's probably still like a oh, small no, I meant space. they probably have an extra room that they probably have like a foosball table in and they both sleep in the other room. <laughs> do, you, do you see the foosball table? I feel like you have like a ring camera in their home or something yeah, because there's I, no way there's no way that that's not actually what's inside their home right now or no they think that they're they think that they're high class now they think they're high class now and they have a pool table they decided to pitch in their money they're like we live in the fucking you know yacht lofts or whatever the place is called and we're getting a pool table was tyler the one who hoisted uh hannah brown on the pool table and made out with her or was that pd pie I don't know, but whoever it was, I'd like to erase it completely from my memory. No, it was. <laughs> no, I'm, I, I can't do, like differentiate my brain. Pete was the one putting everyone up on the p- pulling everyone up. That's right? true. But I remember there was one thing that Tyler did because I. Sp- wow. I don't know why I specifically remember. <gasps> no, you and I, I remember both... when she was laying on the pool table. But I, I think, think it was Tyler. It, I just remember it was, at some point. 
Tyler lifted her and put her on something because you and I were like, he's taking notes from Pete. <laughs> I don't know if it was a pool table or if it was a desk. I don't remember. <laughs> I think it was a pool table. Mm-hmm. If it was in the boat when they went there, I, you know, I'm not sure. I did get DMs from uh, people saying they know Tyler personally. He's a really nice guy. Because I was like, Tyler's a clout chaser. That's yeah. what I said on my Instagram today. And then people were like, he's a nice guy. I have actually. He'd still be nice in a clout chaser. Yeah, I mean, like, we don't hate clout chasers. What do they call them now? Clout goblins? Yep. Yeah. I, uh, you know. So accurate. Such an accurate term. Yeah. It's, it's you know, whatever. It's fine. I don't care. Try, try to get that. Try to get that fame. Try to get that money, honey. Whatever. No shame. Sorry, sound like someone was literally at my front door. You looked so scared. I was <laughs> I felt I felt fear radiating through my spine seeing your eyes. I was like, "Oh my god, what's happening? Oh my god, Remember what?" Remember last time when someone like banged on the door or whatever happened? Yeah, that was so scary. Yeah, that was really scary. That was so scary. You also had that same fear look, and I'll be real with you, you've been watching a lot of scary movies lately and kind of yeah, like you too. sitting farther away from me on this Zoom, I feel like <gasps> you would see something happen or like I would get pulled yeah, out of the frame and I, and and I the don't and I just be laying there. I'm, and now I'm freaked out. Now I feel like I need to close my eyes cuz I yeah, don't want to see I hear it. anything outside i'm like oh i knew it would happen like they're here they're here for me that's like instantly where my brain goes i'm like well the mob is the mob is coming and uh no it's the apocalypse and they're gonna i i, I don't know what they want from me but i watched something. i watched the quiet place last night for the first time i don't like that movie that movie did you not like it because you didn't like just didn't like it or did you think it was scary because it made it scared me it made really me badly. angry it was scary and it also made me angry i'm like from someone who has had unplanned pregnancies, why are you getting pregnant? Well, you think you think you're the bit ba- you think you're gonna be able to just put this baby in a drawer? What? Oh, the- oh, and then I I was so anxious because of the baby the entire time. I I oh couldn't. I I, I could barely watch it. I kept asking Evan. I was like, I don't know if I can. I don't know if I can keep watching this. We're gonna have to turn it off. I'm checking the monitor yes. with Ember all the time. I was like, my baby, and I was like freaking out. It was a whole thing. It was a whole thing. And he's like, we can stop it. And then I was just like, no, I must continue my. You journey. should watch the horrible movie my professor forced me to watch last week. Which one? Under the Skin with Scarlett Johansson. You know what's so funny is we almost watched that. We were like <gasps> going watch through. Watch it so you can feel my, I, li- I have PTSD from that movie and I'm not actually exaggerating. <laughs> oh my God. I've got, I get like this one scene flashes in my head like at least a few times a day. So watch know, it. I don't know if I'm, pre- with I don't know if I'm prepared because we watched Hereditary a couple days ago and oh, I, I still haven't seen it. I, when I say horror, like, true deep horror oh i know it's maybe what you're talking about where like i'm i it's been maybe like five days since i've watched it and i i can't stop thinking about it and i hate it like it's i i'm i'm very very mad that i watched it and i don't recommend it to people because it it affected me in so many negative ways and i'm actually really angry that people didn't prepare me and say hey just fyi this isn't just your typical horror movie there's like a lot of horrific things the first three quarters of the movie that like are gonna stick in your brain for forever so yeah i don't think i'll be watching it my friend nick scared me out of it when i was pregnant he was like don't do it no like no i don't i will never recommend the movie to anybody never acting phenomenal will never recommend the movie to anybody 
ever. Damn, that's going to send so many people like running to their TVs right now to watch it. I know. I'm telling you, don't watch it. I'm, I'm, I'm telling you now. It's very... Ups- I used to not have that self-control when I was younger and recently I have it now. Where like um, one of my friends started telling me something the other night and she was like, wait, do you want to hear this? And I was like, nope. I have I have no curiosity either. Like, please stop your story right now. And we just went on with the night. You know, she didn't tell me. I ha- I didn't used to have that self control. I have it now. I I love that. I think that that's very important because that's boundaries, Queen. And I'm <sighs> telling everybody now, don't watch Hereditary because when I tell you telling you that it's traumatizing, like I'm giving you a fucking trigger warning. Like it's it's a tra- like it's a very upsetting movie. <laughs> and you're going to have more triggers after watching this movie. That's how I felt watching it under the skin. <laughs> it's like I didn't I didn't need the trigger warning before, but no, now for, after watching this movie, now I need for, one. It's, it's like, yeah, oh cool. Never thought about that. Now I'm gonna be thinking Exa- about that straight all up. the time. Like straight yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyways. Well, that's horrible. You know, from 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 <laughs> honestly, the horror movies were inspired by thinking about Matt James and uh Tyler's apartment. So mm. Do you know what you. else makes me think of horror movies is what we experienced the past few days with Dylan and Jed. <laughs> I'm gonna have to cool off before we discuss this one. Oh, I know. I, I feel have like to take I'm a few deep breaths. <sighs> should I? Should I um, set the scene? Yeah, please, please, For those who please don't lay know. it out there because I don't know where to begin. So please do us the honor as you do so well. Why, thank you. So broads, um, a few days ago, Dylan Barber of Hannah Brown's season, who then went on Bachelor in Paradise and got engaged to Hannah G. Um, he took to Twitter and out of nowhere drops this bomb and says that uh, he's feeling he, he got all sorts of heated <laughs> Cancelate. Like, what prompted this, first of all? I think I might know what it is. Okay. Ooh, okay. And he says, cancel ABC. I'm heated. Cancel <laughs> ABC. <laughs> okay. Cancel Walmart. Yeah. <laughs> cancel Walmart. <laughs> cancel ABC. Um, cancel the stock market, honey. Hello. Anyways. <laughs> um, but uh, uh, he says... I'm going to go. I'm answering all your questions. Oh my and God. he goes on this Twitter rampage of answering every single like he's answering so many. So Where many was questions G during this. Well, she ended up posting like 24 hours later and made some side comment about like, you know, watching movies while Dylan has like his Twitter fiasco or whatever. Like she she did not seem she didn't seem upset but she also didn't seem pleased and i Uh don't necessarily see that this would be going down very well so he so dylan started answering all these questions he's answering questions um that are like i mean in my opinion it's a lot of shit that that important no it's a lot of shit that like behind the scenes stuff it's also stuff that i feel like a lot of people like yourself have talked about like there's been a lot of people from bachelor nation that have come out and said all these things right Um, like do they make you keep the leads like those just like stupid questions yeah and he goes i saw a number of them someone says how much control do producers have over who stays and who goes and he says nearly all control and someone says, um, nearly all control. I kind of wouldn't agree with that, but kind of would, I guess. I don't know. Well, um, I'm like, bitch, you're, he I'm goes, sorry. someone says, someone you went home like what? Like week four. I, 
Honey, I have so many thoughts. Like, I mean, granted, like all of his friends have gone all the way. That's stupid to but me it's to say. Still, it's I mean, still, his girlfriend got in the top three, whatever. But. but then he says, someone says, do the producers hire actors to be the villains on certain seasons? And he says, I've al- yeah, I've always wondered too. I think it's possible. And I'm like, no, oh, no, oh. you know that that's not true. You know that that's not it's true. It's not. I can say, by the way, I will just address this right now. For one, you'd be surprised how small the budgets are and like how much people get paid to be on like Paradise. And even on The Bachelor, like almost everything is like paid for, like in terms of hotels and stuff from like they don't have a they're not going to hire actors if they can literally just find crazy people through casting. Sure. Like just wild people who are willing to say anything during casting. They, they like I said, like I've said, they give you a personality test. They can literally see on your personality test, like, hmm, you're a narcissist, and be like, let's get you on the show. Like, and, <laughs> and it's like I, I feel like you, pr- you don't have to hire people for and that. I feel guys. like proof is in the pudding. Like, hello, we've all been watching reality TV for forever. Like. We all know that there are wild people out there. Yes. Like, like this has been happening for forever. Th- this is the this is how reality TV works. Like you exploit just people. Just like not yes. actors. Also, yes, Victoria's an actor. She's been on other shows, but like of course, like look at her. She also is trying to go on a reality TV show. Like that doesn't mean that she's acting on The Bachelor. What? My thing is like I feel like so often people forget that they have a choice to go on the reality TV show. Like, I feel like so often it's like, no, but these people auditioned to be on a reality TV show. So at the end of the day, to a certain extent, these are all people who are comfortable being in the spotlight. I mean, yeah, at the very least, you signed up to be on TV. That's the thing. It's like, I feel like these are all the type of people on the most popular reality TV show in America. Yeah. And I'm not saying like when you when you sign up, like by no means do you, you don't really, sign up to be harassed. But no, of course not. But I'm I'm just talking about being in the spotlight. I'm just talking about being in the spotlight. Like this is not like, of course, nothing can prepare you. No, yeah. like nothing can prepare you. Of, like that's that's very clear. But I'm just saying personality wise, it's not like you know this is a forced situation like you want to be on (sighs) television okay so this is where he said one thing bring up the if you if you have it on you um the thing where she's he said like producers like use you until they don't need you anymore like whatever i don't have have that that one on hand no no but but don't don't bother because they're gone because he deleted all of them um i just wanted to see if maybe it would okay it doesn't matter but either way he he tweeted something where he was like um like producers use you like as long as they can and like and then when they get off the show like they don't do anything to like support you mentally or emotionally and i'm kind of like dude i know that there's unethical stuff that producers do like i get that but also like i don't feel like it's the producer's job to like check in off the show like frequently like that's a nice thing to do i don't think it's their obligation or responsibility when you drop back da- when you drop back down on that plane and get back to your house like that's your life. No. Like, and that's their and their life is they work on a reality show. They're, they don't they don't get paid to reach out to you and like check in on you and like make sure you're doing well. Like that's that's not what you signed up for in terms of that's that's what I really felt about his stuff. I'm like, I don't think anything can prepare you. And I think it's yeah. really difficult. And I think there's fucked up stuff that happens on the show. Of course. Of for course. sure. But like I'm like after the show, Dylan, you're really saying that it's their responsibility to like to like 
take care of you? That seems weird to me. And I can't imagine going on a show and getting a bad edit afterwards. Like I cannot even wrap my brain around it. I've, I've thought about Claire so many days over the past like few months where people gave her such a hard time for falling in love and like, and, and she was getting harassed. And I'm like, there's no way that that woman could have expected or prepared herself that like the fact that she found love so quickly that people were going to have such a negative reaction to it. Yeah. So, I mean that part for sure. But also like, this is where I'm like Claire and some other people. I'm like, look at how they've made you look every single time you're on the show. Like, how are yeah. you trusting these people? And I have to say, that's how I felt even coming off The Bachelor having a good edit when I got the offer for paradise you can ask Gray. aside from our relationship I was like I'm scared to go on the show like I, I'm yeah, scared because I don't know what I could end up looking like at the end of it like of course I have seen the powers of editing and so I was like really hesitant so for me when someone gets a bad edit and keeps going back on the show I am kind of like at that point once you do already know yeah I'm kind of like how are you going to enter into that again that's that's yeah. on you like you know, fool, yeah, fool me sure. once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame right. on. And that's the thing, like shame when on I'm, me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I always, I always screw that one up. I'm just like, <laughs> what is that? Is that Michael from The Office? It's like, fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but, but I know George Bush messed it up in his speech. Oh, once. is that who I'm thinking of? I mix up George Bush and Michael <laughs> Scott sometimes. <laughs> Oh my God. Okay. What can you do? But I, that's, but when I say that, that's not, I'm not trying to by any means like write off the fact that there is like, that I do believe that there's manipulation and unethical stuff. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I also believe that like that uh, mental health checks need to be like, you know, this is my thing. I'll say this. I don't think after the show, producers have the obligation to be following up. But I believe that probably at this point, especially with social media, that ABC needs to be following up with. Um, they they uh, do. They have. A, well, they have a mental health. Stuff. They have a mental health counselor that contacts you after you get off the show or after you get kicked off. They have like a certain conversation with you, like make sure you're well. And then they give you their card and they check in on you like a few days later. So like I, I mean, would they, I would say like during the season, though. Like oh. like now because social media producers is such call a big you thing. every week. Producers oh, they do? call you every week before the episodes and they tell you like they prepare you like if it's gonna be like a bad week or a good week for you. Like here's how you look this week. Wait, for real? Yeah. Oh my god. Did you ever have did they ever call you and say it's gonna be a bad week? I mean I would imagine like, the anxiety and when you get the call and they're like, It's gonna be a rough one. I I can't even <laughs> I would, your shit my, straps. I would no, shit myself not. off to on a vacation immediately be like, I'm turning off everything. No, I can't even do it. Well, I mean, I guess I didn't have any like really bad weeks, to be honest. They, but there was yeah. some moments where it was like, yeah, like this week, it's a little iffy. Like you kind of like go in hard on Crystal. Like there's one scene where you like kind of really giving it to her. And but yeah, like so they prep you. I mean, I, to me it's like this is their job and like you signed up for this show and then you also have to remember even though you're not getting paid for the show like you are getting paid in exposure which sounds shitty but like if it goes well for you it, it's a gamble you're taking going on the show it could ruin your life it could also pay your bills for the next 10 years what and and okay so then this is where i have some dylan. <laughs> this is how I, where i have some words with dylan where it's like okay dylan i you know i'm not saying that 
there are, like you said, there's not manipulation and things that happen that are not good. But you and your fiance both had incredible edits. Um, You guys both gained a ton of followers. You're making a lot of money from this. I'm pretty sure the show like paid for their engagement party. That was like a big bash before the pandemic. Like there's a lot of good things that have come out of this. Right. So it's like the, the, the vigor that all of a sudden that came out and also like, I'm sorry, broads, but let's not forget. And I don't know if you keep up with Dylan like I do. And I don't intend. <laughs> I don't intend. I don't intend to keep up with Dylan. I I end up keeping up with Dylan. Keep because running whenever, into him on the internet. Because whenever there's a post about like the show or whatever, he trolls stuff, and he's just kind of like, like the equivalent that. of like running into someone at the grocery store. You're like, whoa. Didn't yeah, expect to see you like, here, and I'd rather not. <laughs> I this is not a uh, this is not a meetup that I was really hoping for, but here we are, and that's often how I feel with Dylan on social media. So when all of a sudden Dylan, of all the people to do this who had a good edit, I'm not surprised that it was Dylan. You know, it's it's interesting because Elon, I believe, was the producer who said that to me, where I was like, "This show, like, it's fucked or whatever," and he's like, "Yeah." but it can also like change your life and give you opportunities that you literally would never have before. And like, and I know that sounds like, I guess a little fucked up, but like, bitch, it's true. Dylan, you guys would not be buying a fucking house in San Diego. Like were it not for the show. And, and, and it's, it's a gamble. It's mm-hmm. a gamble. Mm-hmm. And you might end up looking like Jed. You might end up looking like Dylan and Han G mm-hmm. and you watch the show, honey. You watch the show and you honestly, this is, this is kind of my thing. Like for people like MJ or people like Victoria, if you've watched the show and you're like, no way in hell am I going to end up looking like that guy? Like that says a lot more about you than it does about producers. Like, well, you see people's okay. darkest sides come out on the show. Like, I don't well, know. Well, that's the thing. Like, like to be like, let's be clear on Dylan's Twitter rampage. He said at one point um, on one of, and I, I wish I had it pulled up, but again, I should have have all the screenshots, but I wasn't expecting him to delete them in just a few days. Um, but he, someone asked about like, you know, looking bad or looking good. And he said, you know, it's easy to make someone sketchy look bad and it's hard to make someone good look bad. So you're kind of like, well, you're like, so. Bro, so what, here's your point. So what you're saying is like someone like who's a troublemaker, <laughs> it's easy to make them look like the villain or someone who's controversial. It's easy to make them look like the villain, but a, like a nice, good person, it's hard to make them look like the villain. So, okay, I don't so know. Like, then these people who look bad, then they're, you're saying they're not good people then. Yeah, like that's I, what you're implying then. Like so when you I'm say just that, like, you know, what is what is happening? Like, what am so I like, missing so here? What are you mad about? <laughs> What are you mad about exactly? Like, and, and and then and that's when then someone asked. Someone asked him. They're like, so like, what exactly inspired this Twitter rampage? Uh, and he said, this public fig, this public figure world is fake, and sometimes it needs to be called out. Hashtag hold the line. And I'm like, what is hold <laughs> hold the line? Uh huh. Like, isn't that the, the like he's saying like he's in a like a union, <laughs> like the bachelor union. <laughs> Maybe that's what he's starting. 
Maybe that this was that maybe that that like this whole thing. We deserve thing. rights as bachelor <laughs> alumni who have made millions literally off of the show. We deserve rights too. I mean, look, it, they see. I I actually like don't even know how to feel about this because. Parts of the show are I I just don't even know what to think. It this it fucks my head whenever I think about this stuff because the show is abusive in aspects, but you do consent to it. When you sign that contract, you say that you can't sue them for anything, like for death, for libel, for slander. You can't sue them for anything. And you go do 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 and do, do, sign do your they name make in big it, loopy letters. Do they make it pretty clear? Girl, in the contract, it is like you cannot sue us if you, no matter if you look bad, if we misrepresent you, if you die, if you this, if you so die. You, you just sign your life away. You get paid no money. We can use your image here, there, and everywhere for zero money. And you go, yep, I want to be on the show. And you yeah. know, if you don't sign it, then they find someone else. So I consented to it. He consented to it. We said, do what you want with my image. Make me look like shit if you want to. But put my face all over America. See, yep. see, my thing is, is there's something about, I mean, honestly, even up to your season, there's something about like past seasons where social media didn't reveal as much as it does now, where I go, this feels sketchier. Like you're signing something and going like, oh, yeah, sure. But this won't happen. So I'll sign everything. Everyone has to be careful. Right. Blah, blah, blah. But like in the past, I would say since Colton's season, social media has has cracked the show open so much that, you know, all the behind the scenes like they can they can do Frankenbite shit. They can yeah. make you look how they want to look that I feel like now when you sign up for it, you really like most people have to really know what they're like what you're what getting yourself putting, into yeah. potentially yeah. yes especially when it comes to like digging up dirt on the internet like yada yeah. yada yada it's like if you have many skeletons in the closet i recommend not doing it no matter how good you think you've wiped your history if you don't want shit getting out there don't go on the show to be honest yeah for real that's like anyway that's a whole a different conversation but so anyway he took I wouldn't end. go on the show, Becca. Like, like honestly, I have I have nothing to hide. I really don't. Okay, but why after, would you not give us the pleasure of seeing you on the show? Come well, on, I mean, bitch. Thank you, Queen. But like, I okay, I'll tell you this. Two years ago, would have gone in a heartbeat if I was single <laughs> and had the opportunity. Now, having seen all of this since Colton season, really. I would be way too freaked out mm. to be like, I I know I'm I know I'm a good person. Like I know that there's I have nothing to hide. But at the same time, I would just be too I would just be too wigged out of like the of of the potential kickback because honestly I know myself and I know that I'm very sensitive. And I'm like, I don't know if I want to get harassed online that much. And that would be one of my biggest reasons why I wouldn't. See, and now to be honest, you have had a little more of a taste of it. Yes, it, like ha- it does this. happen. So it, it, it gives you perspective. <laughs> it gives you perspective. It, it's perspective I didn't have going on the show. And yeah. I don't think anyone has of being like, you know, you go on the show, you're like, I won't listen to comments. If a thousand people are saying nice things to me, I won't pay attention to the one mean thing. Yeah. It's not until you experience it that you go. You know what? You're probably oh, sucks. You're probably right. It's probably because, you know, I'll, I'll get shit and I get the 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 angry dms 
um, now in the past like two years and I hadn't before. And yeah, you think you're like, yeah, I guess it's that's true. If I wouldn't have experienced this, then I probably would have been like, oh, no, I know I'm good and I can handle it. And I like but when you get it's a hard. taste. Yeah, no, it really it's 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 Which actually, this, this is going to segue into a little something I want to talk about for a second. Just on that note, you know, it is. <sighs> And, and this is another thing that I struggle with the dichotomy of like when we're talking about like is bachelor unethical or is it ethical yada yada. It's like I go between these two where I'm like we are putting out all of our opinions out there. We're putting our lives out there mm-hmm. and we're benefiting it from it. We're profiting off of it. So like who am I to say that like oh like uh, you know it's so hard to hear things this or that. But I will say like I guess I guess just to get a little bit more honest and vulnerable mm-hmm. as they've been saying. Do you notice that how Tasha didn't say the L and like no one now says the L in vulnerable. They say like vulnerable. Drives v- me nuts. Vulnerable. Vulnerable. Vul- do you say Vulner- vul- Wait, do you say vulnerable? I say vulnerable, yeah. Oh, yeah, your girl with with the pronunciation, it's bad news. I say Maybe vulnerable. Maybe it's just me that says vulnerable. I think it's anyway. the cor- it's the correct way to say it, I believe. Yeah, I just wanted to say like and it actually just hit me it hit me yesterday on Ruth's birthday and I hadn't really like realized it. It's like it might just be a few weeks, but I'm going through like I'm having a it's it's a hard period chunk of time right now. Mm. Like there's a lot that, yes, I signed up for, but there's just like a lot happening in my life right now that I'm super grateful for, super blessed. But I've been experiencing like so much stress in a way I haven't like in a really long time. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's affecting my sleep. Like when I get stressed, I get really anxious. And like sometimes I lie awake in bed at night, like listening to every sound out the window for like three or four hours and can't sleep you know, coupled with kids sleep stuff, yeah. coupled with homework, you know, with so, so much stuff going on. Um, and, you know, it's been hard. It's been a hard few weeks and it's going to be hard for the next couple of months. And so I've just been like really, really worn thin. And like, that's not an excuse for bad behavior or anything, but like, some of my negativity may be coming across like on the podcast or on Instagram or here and there, just where I've got like a, maybe a little bit of a bite to me. But, um, you know, it's just interesting. Cause I've just been thinking about how people love people when they're real, but then sometimes shit gets too real. And mm-hmm. then people are like, you're not now who I want you to be or you didn't say the thing that I thought you should say or whatever. And then people like come for you. Mm -hmm. And I just have to say like, and I don't normally do this, but it's been rough the past few weeks, like having such a hard time. And then when I just like, you know, log on to Instagram or whatever to like do my job and to try to like talk about what's going on in my life and be honest about stuff, you know, just like think through the things that you send people. It's like I've 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 had some conversations with a couple people who just like really came at me. And then it was like the minute I just said, like responded back just with like my side, just like calmly. Then all of a sudden, you know, it was like, oh, I'm so sorry. Like, I know you're probably going through a lot. And it's like, 
can you think through that before the person responds back to you on the other end? Like, mm-hmm. I know sometimes it feels like you're shouting into the void and like, they're probably not going to read it. But like, if someone does read what you say and you say like things that are attacking their character about who they are as a person, um, you know, even when people say like, oh, I thought you were a feminist or I thought you were this, but now this. And it's like, okay, like this one thing that, anyway, it's just difficult. And so maybe just like think through before you send something like, one, does this really need to be said? Two, does this need to be, could this be said in maybe a different way? Like, am I just rage typing right now because something um, is particularly like harmful to me or, you know, you know, there's been times in the past where people are like, oh, just this and that. It's like, well, Jess goes through shit. Like I go through shit. We're we're people and I'm so thankful for the community we have here, but like, it's, it's not about perfection. It's like, and I can't be, I can't be everything that everyone wants me to be. And I'm Mm -hmm. not going to be. And I, I guess I just had to get off my chest and just say like, if you find that anyone, either one of us is like really bothering you consistently, like it and I am not saying this in a petty way at all like then like maybe maybe step away for a little bit and then maybe try to come back but like if you feel like you're being consistently like hurt or disappointed or you know anything about one or both of us like maybe maybe it's time to just like take a pause and then maybe try to come back or maybe not anyway sometimes I just feel like and I've been in this place myself with like people that I enjoy like listening to or whatever on podcast or TV. And sometimes it's just time to take a break and you know, we're not in the same place right now. So that's just for the best health of everyone. I think, uh, anyway, yeah, I got that off my chest. I just felt like it's been something that's really been weighing heavily on me like the past week or so. And I just wanted yeah. to be completely honest. And, uh, that's the, that's the end of that. But Well, you know, I would say, two things one it's tough because it's like we come on here twice a week and we like go hard on our opinions with people (laughs) and situations that is true so it's like you know it's like you have the like just how we have like the right to like shout it out like yeah they do too right or people do too um so there's that. I think it's something about the personal but, edge, you know, because that, that's sure, really what bothers sure. me. If people just say like, hey, you guys were totally out of line saying this or that. Mm-hmm. I think that that's uh, one thing. But, you know, when someone messages you directly and says like, like you're a disgusting display of blah, 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 blah. It's sure. like you came to like say that to me. Like yeah. and that is that like hurts me as a person. And you feels like you wanted that to hurt me. And yes, yes, that's yes. just anyway, I just feel like there's some sometimes there's the personal edge and that's what really bothers me. But by all means, you are entitled to your opinion, just like we shout ours out. I should have given that disclaimer. And please, that does not mean you. I don't mean don't speak up if something bothers you. That is not what I'm saying at all. Please take to it to the streets, take to it to our DMs in the comment section. I should have given that disclaimer. I wasn't thinking about that side of it. But like by no means do I mean like don't say something just like think about like why you're sending something and then like, yeah, maybe just analyze a little before you <laughs> send something out into the, into someone's DMs. 
<laughs> well, I just just to encourage you publicly, um, you are. Uh, I don't think anybody knows because I mean you talk about it a little bit, but the amount of shit you're doing right now is wild. Like, you know, and I think the um, clothing line is launching March first. Hooray! <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I mean, genuinely, I really don't know how. Like, like you're you're doing everything, but it's like going to school, being a mother of two, uh, have a clothing line, uh, have your Instagram, have this podcast twice a week, um, have your Patreon. I mean, like, I I don't, and I'm probably missing things, and that's just like that's like work shit. That's not even like just like existing in human life, and like you're like trying errands. to have a night. To hang with my boyfriend and watch a movie <laughs> or like errands like <laughs> doing that type of stuff so you know thank you you're thank you're you. uh you're killing you're killing it right Bro, now it's, what i'm just saying is like hang in going through the rough patch right now give me a couple months if you need to take a pause for a couple months because i'm pissing you off i get it i'm i'm having a i'm having a i'm having a rough one you know mm-hmm. go mm-hmm. come with me or don't but i'll be back around brighter stronger than ever in a few months it's just a rough couple of months and honestly i've noticed that it comes out in like um when i get really stressed and when i get really anxious i get like i do you know the irony is is that i start sinking my hooks into other people where i'm Mm. just like sinking my hooks probably isn't the right thing where i'm just kind of like and fuck you and fuck you and fuck you and the truth is is that it has nothing to do with the person that's in front of me and it has everything to do with what's going mm-hmm. on inside of me, which is a good lesson that when people are coming, like being very rude or mean to you, like it says a lot more about what's going on. It doesn't excuse it at all, but it does. Don't try, you know, says a lot more about them than it says about you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. So. I appreciate okay. you. Thanks. Speak appreciate your truth, love. love. You too. Well, with that, everyone, why don't we take a break for to talk about one of our sponsors? Oh, you know what? Talking about just relaxing and taking a deep breath. Let's talk about this sponsor, honey. Okay. If you're having a little bit of internal panic because, you know, life also because it's Valentine's Day mm-hmm. in just a few, um, you still don't know what to do with that night that special night fear not because your favorite broads have the perfect plan in place that everyone will enjoy trust us all you need to do is head over to adamandeve.com and you'll be on your way to your sexiest valentine's day yet not gonna lie the first sentence or two i didn't know where you were going but now (laughs) i know where you are going to adamandeve.com it's a one-stop shop for all things hot they have everything from lingerie to toys, to bondage, to adult videos, wink, wink, whatever you're into, they've got you covered. And as a gift to you, they're offering some incredible deals for Valentine's Day. First of all, you'll get 50% off almost any single item on the site. So potentially you could save a lot of money. Uh, on top of that, every purchase comes with three mystery gifts. Ooh, fun. Something for you, something for your partner, and something you'll both enjoy. Ooh, and- la la. Girl, it doesn't even stop there. You'll also get six free movies for you six to enjoy. Six free movies for Fif- me to enjoy. 50% off three what? free gifts and six free you movies. guys. I'm going to have to have a new extra room in my house to keep <laughs> all of my sex toys from Adam and Eve. Maybe that's what's in Tyler and Matt's second bedroom. <laughs> Maybe you they've know, used You her. know that crossed my mind. I was like, how can I incorporate their second bedroom in this room? Maybe 
to use our code, okay? <sighs> Please. Um, this is just too good of a deal to pass up. And also, hi, hello. This is not just your V-Day gift, baby. We've all been stuck inside a lot lately. And for a hot minute there, your girl was not feeling inspired sensually. Mm-hmm. And then I went on AdamEve.com. I got some fun new toys. And I have been feeling it all over again. It has been wonderful. Wow, good thing, because it's been almost a year in quarantine now, girl. you got to spice things it's, up in some way or it's another. It's time. It's time. And thank you. Thank you, Adam and Eve. It's finally getting it going again. Okay. So remember, Adam and Eve doesn't just inspire that partner pleasure. It also inspires that solo pleasure or group pleasure. Whatever you're feeling, broads, come on. Okay. Head on over to adamandeve.com. Be sure to use promo code CHATTY. That's C-H-A-T-T-Y. Without it, there's not going to be any free stuff. So use code CHATTY, please, and support our show. What a fun way to support our show. (laughs) By going to adamandeve.com, getting some fun toys, some free movies, some free toys. Oh, my God. Anyway, code CHATTY, adamandeve.com. Well, broads, if you have 30 minutes of unexpected free time, what would you do with it? I can't narrow down my list of what I would do with uh, out some serious thought because there's a lot. But I know for sure what would be on top of the list I would not be doing would be going to the post office. Okay, it's just a hassle. And I would be happy if I never had to go again. Okay, which funny enough and wonderfully enough is now a possibility (laughs) with the help of stamps.com. Honestly, with the help of all of these sponsors, I never have to leave my house literally ever again. Thank God. Thank God. Um, (laughs) Stamps.com. I love it. It's the ultimate time saver. Because let's be honest, it really is never just two minutes in and out when you go to the post office like you say it's going to be. No, it's more like 25 minutes with Mm -hmm. 20 people in line. When you use stamps.com, you can do anything you could do at the post office right from your home computer. No more hassle. No more lines. Just use... Use your computer to print official U.S. postage 24-7 for any letter, any package, any class of mail, anywhere you want to send. And broads, it gets even better because when you use stamps.com, you'll get access to discounts you cannot even get at the post office, okay? Like 40% off post office rates and up to 62% off UPS rates. It saves so much. It's obvious. It's a no-brainer. Stop wasting time going to the post office. Go to stamps.com instead. There's no risk. And with our promo code chatty, you get a special offer that includes a four-week trial plus free postage and a digital scale. No long-term commitments, no contracts. Just go to stamps.com, use promo code chatty, stamps.com. You're never going to have to go to the post office again. Okay, so broads, back to Dylan. Um, So Dylan dropped this whole thing, all right? Now, I believe in my heart, truly, that he dropped all this having something to do with Heather. He mentioned Heather briefly. What? Yeah, and I believe Heather and Hannah G are friends. And I think... I have the like a suspicion that maybe production did uh, Heather a little dirty in these upcoming oh, episodes, shit. and so I'm wondering if you know he's being a mouthpiece to a certain extent if he's heated. Um, and then I was thinking, oh, this is Heather, this is Heather, because he threw out Heather's name. But then, oh my god! But then when someone said who was like done the most dirty, he says Jed, and everyone in America faints. <sighs> And I don't know if you remember, Broads. I'm going to take you back. Um, I don't know if you remember, but right after the show aired and Jed was like the biggest villain in the U.S. of A., 
His one good friend was Dylan, and him and Dylan were going to the San Diego fair together and all sorts of stuff, and Jed would take photos and have Dylan in the photo, like, right next to him on the Ferris wheel, and then Dylan would take a selfie and, like, not have Jed in it because (laughs) Jed was hated at the time, okay? Mm -hmm. And so I was just flashing back to this, and it's like, now all of a sudden, he's, like, going to bat for his buddy Jed. I I, I don't know, but... um, Yeah, and then people were responding to him on Twitter being like, so are you saying he didn't cheat on his girlfriend? He was like, yes, or something. I was like, okay. I think when you hear the story from your buddy, you hear a different story. That's what I think. First of all, yeah. Second, (laughs) second. Okay, well, it's wrapped in this. So Jed then takes to his Instagram and is just like, everyone... I'm starting a podcast. Oh my God. And this first episode. He's like, whoa, hey everyone. Like, I'm just trying <laughs> to capitalize on the moment. Yeah. yeah. Or Dylan knew that he was planning on starting yeah. a podcast. And he's like, I'm starting a podcast. And episode one, I'm going to be completely honest with you. I didn't cheat on, I didn't have a girlfriend going in. I didn't cheat on her. I didn't cheat on Hannah. I was done dirty by production and I'm going to spill all of that. And the episode is coming out February 2nd. Mark your calendars. So I'm sitting there like a goddamn idiot waiting minute by minute. (laughs) Refreshing. Refreshing. Waiting for this podcast to drop. Hours go by. And then the evening comes. Still not out. Next day. Nothing. It's been two days and he has been radio silent. He hasn't even posted. He gave us a date and he hasn't even posted on his Instagram explaining why it's not out. Jed is lying to us again. He lied to Hannah. He lied to his ex-girlfriend and he's lying about this damn podcast coming out on the second. Oh my God. And and I feel betrayed. Oh wait, Jed brought... Brussels sprouts and flowers home to his girlfriend, though, eight hours ago. I just checked on the gram. Well, guess what? So, yeah, Dylan deleted all the tweets. And then didn't he release a statement, honey? So so not only is is Jed 100% radio silent (sighs) on us after drop, like saying that he's going to put out a podcast. Then all of a sudden, Dylan deletes all the tweets and he says... That um, he admits that he really only had very positive experiences with producers in the network. And he said, moving forward, I'll speak only from personal experience and continue to be an ally and support system to those who need it. Um, what an ally? What for? For in when he's holding the line for his fellow batch alum? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> and, then says, and then he says, um. <laughs> Oh, that was actually, um, I'm sorry, I'm hearkening back. I have the statement that that he tweeted about being good and bad on the show, by the way. I'd like to say it specifically. He said, you got to understand the game. They get paid uh, paid off you doing shit that warrants screen time. He said, claiming producers guide conversations on screen. And then he says, it's easy to make a bad person look worse. It's hard to make a good person look bad. So it's kind of like, well... Okay, so then, yeah, exactly. Anyone who looks bad isn't a good person. What? Yeah, is that what you're saying? Yeah. Um, he, wait, so, his first tweet, by the way, he said, kind of want to air out the dirty laundry. Mom got me riled up. So, like, his mom got him riled up? Is that what he's saying? Yeah, I mean, mom, maybe that's a friend that he calls mom. Whatever uh, it is. Babe, with peace and love, just stop. You're bugging me. <laughs> he also said that... um 
He was one of the lucky ones to have a great experience from the transition. And he said, I believe the way the message was delivered was wrong. I'm appreciative of the franchise and the platform given to me. And that was not reflected. (laughs) Okay, so... Let's take a th- let's we got to theorize here, B. Wait, oh no, here said this in this tweet. Each person is a pawn in a larger scheme and they do not have contestants' best interests in mind. Yeah, of course they I, I'm sorry. If they had the contestants' best interests in mind and didn't see them as a pawn in the scheme, y'all, we would not be recapping this show. It would be a snooze fest. I mean, not a, I'm just saying. It's true. I I'm mean, just as much saying, as- like everyone's always like, reality show is crazy behind the scenes. I'm like, yeah, how do you think they get people to throw drinks in each other's faces? People yeah. don't just normally do that when they're out to dinner of or scream not. at each other. Most normal people aren't like that. Of course. But OK, let's theorize here. Okay. This quick and sudden deleting of everything and then like that i am so appreciative for the franchise and everything it's done for me this is what i'm curious about too because when i started saying stuff about the bachelor producers gave me a call and were like you know this could like jeopardize your future like chances with the show whatever like this is just not a good look for you you don't want to burn bridges were you on contract at this point well yeah but he's and off then, contract that, 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 I know. That's why I'm like, I and, and also, even if he was still on contract, like, okay, like, what are you guys still looking for from the show? You know, like, what, what, what would they, that's, I'm, I'm, I'm confused. Do you think that, like, this is a, f- I have a few thoughts. Okay. One. Like, what do they have to, why would he, what, what are they going to say that's going to make him cower? You know, that's what I'm confused about. Are they willing to give them some serious cash to get married on paradise since they're still engaged. I don't think Hannah would want to get married on paradise. No, but maybe they're, maybe they offer them a a ton of money to air their wedding. Yeah. Maybe they're in. Yeah, sure. Maybe they're in talks with like ABC to air the wedding. Sure. Yeah. I know he's made, he's made comments before where he's like, no, I'm not interested in that, but I don't believe it. Okay. Okay. I don't believe it because he seems to me like the type of person. Listen, the, the Dylan energy is this. Dylan gives me the energy that he's the friend who's just like stupid fucking show. I hate that show. Bachelor. I can't believe you watch that shit. And he secretly watches it and then he goes on it like that. That's the that's the vibe I get. So when he goes when he goes like he always has an attitude about the show and he's had it since like since he the moment he left it or since the moment that they were airing. Hannah's Hannah B's he had he had like kind of this like attitude like the show was like yeah stupid. It's, <laughs> and I was like you were like the show it's like what is he hiding it's like the lady doth protest too much you know like, yeah <laughs> it's like what what like why why he's like why? yeah fuck fuck ABC yeah meanwhile like he's hooking up with ABC you know like on the side like, what, exactly. what are you hiding bitch what? exactly I don't exactly. know what's going on why are you so I don't know like maybe he feels insecure about going on the show that's kind of my thing my thought of it but i'm just like honey you have got a ton of followers you got a beautiful queen of a wife like i mean i, I don't or a fiance it just doesn't make sense to me so i don't know why he's deleting it i just it. don't understand yeah i don't understand what they could hold above his head unless maybe yeah they're having maybe they're having maybe hannah has been approached for like another show or something and then producers are like and it's not good for word to get around in hollywood like blah 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 and then hannah's like fucking delete the, like, the biggest <laughs> statement like now which i get i feel i feel i feel you girl yeah, um, she'd be like, like I have like three times more followers than you like, do. Yeah, like, it's like, yeah, stop. do you want to hear that Jed or that Dylan and Hannah are difficult to work with? Like, mm. sort of reputation, what you want to get? That's a good point. 
Because they're off contract now, so they couldn't sue them for anything, correct? Yeah, it's very odd to me. And then so like, but Jed not dropping his podcast, like I feel like something happened with that too. Okay, so okay, so but I like have, what can what can they do? Like, can they can I I legit don't know this. Like, they, can they sue you for anything you say after you get off contract? I don't think so. I don't think so either. I don't know. Now sometimes I, I like wake, wake in bed at night and I'm like, oh shit, are they gonna come for me? Oh, I bet. Oh my god, that's a whole <laughs> other anxiety. Um, okay, I have a thought about Jed. So, okay. okay, so 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 Dylan deletes the tweets. He's just like, ah, I'm so sorry, ABC. I love you so much. Accept me back. <laughs> <laughs> He's fully like a husband that cheated, by the way. He's just like, oh, my God, you're the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. I don't know what I was thinking. Like, that's that was what what's happening. Yeah, like his group chat text got exposed and he's like, dude, fuck, fuck her. <laughs> but she's such a bitch and she's ugly and whatever. And then now he's like, oh, babe. accept me please I I, I promise like I tell the guys you're so cool all the time like (laughs) they're just jealous Um, by the way he said that he was gonna be he's like oh if I did a podcast like I should do a podcast like that shit would be hot hot fire or something and I'm like honey do you know how much work goes into making a hot hot fire podcast we would know (laughs) (laughs) also a lot of broads which I totally get sent sent the message and said hey please get dylan on the podcast and what i have to say is i love you so much but no thank you because (laughs) for me like again all the things he said there's nothing new that you haven't said you've said way more Uh, like you know list like there's plenty of people who have been straightforward about it and talked I think about he's it. bringing secondhand info too. Sorry, like he didn't even go it's that true. far on his season of The Bachelorette. Like this is just what other people are saying to him. Yeah, and so I mean, granted, Hannah G's stuff was actually never mind. I shouldn't say that Hannah G's stuff was she she got pretty far, and there yeah. was definitely some fuckery happening with that. There season. was some fuckery happening, but um, but I'm just also like you know what, like that, like Dylan's not like the energy that I'm necessarily like like looking for in no, this he place. Bugs a little. If I want someone to come on who was on the show, who's gonna spill some tea, I would much rather have Blake come on because Blake <gasps> spills tea left and right. Oh and my god, I, I actually would like to have Blake on. And I and I like I've had I know he had all the there was all the things, but like I I I do have there is a soft spot in my heart are for human. Blake what a little grace I said people are human a little grace you know yeah I, yeah you know and I feel like he's he, I think that maybe he's had a change there's been some change and I I don't know but I would much prefer to have a I'll conversation tell you what, that season with took Blake. him off his high horse that is for sure you know that, those are facts and he seems like that's what's happened and I would much rather have Blake on in the conversation than Dylan I also think that Blake would spill way more hot tea like I agree Blake is like the Blake oh probably has more hot tea. He was in the top two on Becca season. He was, I mean, let's be real. Even though he made all fucked up and made all the mistakes leading up to Paradise, mm-hmm. all that shit still got showed up on the show. Also, he was in talks to be the next Bachelor, so he's like he's way more in the family in that way when it comes to Batch Nation. He was like he's gone on Caitlyn's live tours. He's gone on Batch Nation's lives. I mean, he's he's. Blake's been through much. Blake's more. got connections. Yeah, Blake's Blake's in. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> but okay. So so then Jed, Jed, oh Jed, he says he lies to us again. I feel Jed. You know, you you lied to us Betrayed, all, all of Hannah's season, and now you're yeah. gonna lie to me about February second when I'm waiting for all of your quote unquote hot tea to come mm-hmm. out about how you never cheated on anybody. 
and then he doesn't drop anything. And I'm assuming it's not going to come out. Now, I don't know how he's going to like explain this. Yeah. Um, But these are my thoughts, Becca. Okay, so he goes on his Instagram and he says, I didn't cheat on Hannah. I didn't cheat on my girlfriend. We weren't, my ex, we weren't together when the show started. I want to talk about producer manipulation and how they screwed me, blah, blah, blah. And all of a sudden, what rushes back in my mind is that, hmm, you know what's so interesting? Is all of Hannah Brown's season, Jed looked amazing. Because all the shit about Jed came out on fucking reality Steve. So all of us knew about Jed once the season was like three episodes in and we had to watch the arc of Jed get engaged to Hannah while they made him look like this like guitar strumming Romeo and we're all screaming at the screen going like, he has a girlfriend. So what are you talking about, producer manipulation, my guy? You looked you know, really good. I had the same thing across my mind and I kind of brushed it off because like, I was thinking that when Dylan was tweeting, being like, they fuel the fire. Like, okay, yeah, maybe they... You don't have to fuel much fire on the internet these days, my guy. I just feel like... I feel like, (laughs) Like, yes. To be honest, like, the producers have better things than to be, like, on forums being like, here's a screenshot of Jed with his girlfriend dated and... Like, no, other people will do that for them. And that's what happened. And, 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 like, okay, so granted... she came forward! That's what I'm saying! So granted, granted, the last episode was a shit show for him. Like, the, um... The after the final rose because of everything. But to be completely honest with you, I again, I recall you and I recapping afterwards being like, damn, production didn't really go in on him. I thought that they were really going to be like, bring out Haley, the ex. We were convinced that they were going to bring the ex out, that they were going to air all the dirty laundry. And they really didn't. Yeah. And so from my perspective, I'm like, actually, you looked good the whole season and then at the very end, of course, of course, on After the Final Rose, Hannah's going to talk about this because I'm sorry, she has social media and knows everything that's going on. And of course, the producers called her and all that shit. But like, I, for it to be this whole spilling of the tea of how production made him look bad, I just don't even, I can't even imagine what he would say. I agree. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. I completely agree. You know what's interesting? Yeah. I remember seeing on Hannah's story a few days ago. Now I'm wondering if it coincided where Hannah was like, it's been a 24 hours yes. or whatever. Is yes. that what she was related? A hundred percent. I can remember if the timings overlapped. But now she's got a, she's got a guy and she's. Yeah. It's like, what is. And, and if I. <laughs> but like, like, what is he going to say? So yeah. my, my yeah. thought, I had a thought that. Maybe, I don't know what Dylan was told, but I think that there were two separate things happening. I think Dylan got scared because maybe there was, like you said, that potential opportunity lost, like you guys are hard to work with. And then I think Jed maybe had a situation where all of a sudden someone threw some more receipts his way, kind of like, oh, you're going to come out and say this? Well, guess what? I'm wondering if, if Hannah Brown slid into somebody's dms or texts and said do you really want to go here because maybe he does have some a little bit of shit but it's just like you want to go there because let's go toe to toe my guy i didn't even think like you genius i didn't even think this far 
I mean, yeah, could yeah, I could. Did that? Did you see that story that she posted? Did that? Was that the same time? Yes, it was the it same was the exact. Same time. Yes, okay. it was. It was the day. It was the day. Then I think that there. I think. I think you may be right. I want to believe it so bad. I. I just have a feeling that if he was going to have this podcast episode where he's like, I'm going to talk about all the manipulation and basically say. If he says, I wasn't cheating on Hannah, I didn't have an ex-girlfriend, what he is, like, I mean, especially if I'm Hannah Brown. She's making her look bad, for sure. Exactly. It's making me look like a liar. So I'm going to be like, oh, what, Hannah? You just listened to, I can just see it now, like, oh, Hannah, you listen to producers, like, over your fiance and just believe everything that, yeah, I mean, that starts a whole other shit I would just be like, if I was Hannah Brown, I'd be like, and I had, I mean, because you know, Becca, can you imagine the DMs and the emails she got with like yeah. evidence and yeah. stuff about what was going on. And yeah. you know, she screenshotted everything because that's yeah. what we do. And you know, she like, if I was Hannah, I would be like, hi, Jed, remember me, your ex fiance. I'm going to, I'm going to send you a couple pictures, a couple screenshots. You just let me know what you're thinking. Send. Here's what I'd do. I'd get those screenshots and I'd send them via text and be like, been thinking about you lately <laughs> that was the most evil laugh ever <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean <laughs> uh, bitch do not play i mean i know he's gonna look like such a fool there was all there was already all the receipts the screenshots of the text i mean guys there were screenshots of the do you remember the screenshots of the text messages of him taking off on the goddamn plane he like on we had plane. we had so much jet evidence. <laughs> on the plane being like, babe, miss you. I promise you this will be really quick and my career is gonna take off great once I convince her that I'm in love with her. Like it's it's literally it was written out. Like we saw it with our own eyes. And so my thing is again, <laughs> if this would have been something that was talked about on the show and they like cornered him on the show. That then he could be like, actually, it was producer manipulation because they, you know, whatever. He could make it, I don't know, he could spin it somehow, yeah. but it, they didn't talk about it on the show. How was that m- producer manipulation? I just can't, Not. there's just nothing I can think of. Literally, it's just word got back to her. And then, I mean, if anything, maybe producers manipulated like her doing the speech and dumping him like yes. on the stage. Sure. I mean, okay. I'd be like, guess, you know what? Guess You're what? You're lucky that's all it came down to. And you know what? I'll tell you something. If my, if I found out my fiance had a girlfriend, do you know that there was, there would be no producer that would have to convince me to dump his ass on national the television. producers would have to hold my arms back because I'd come out <laughs> swinging. I'd be like, honey, They'd be like, please, if the producer said, wait, don't break up with him or wait, don't do that until you're on stage or there's a camera, I'd be like, no problem. I'd be like, let me at him. Let me at him. (laughs) I'd be like, like, no, don't you wait. I'll act like everything's a-okay until all the cameras are on his ass. to you. You're like, (laughs) your eyes twitching. You got like (laughs) it. Just like, man. No, honey. You said you wanted pasta for dinner. <laughs> Just like keeping it in for weeks. I'm so happy about this journey. We're doing so well in our engagement. 
but it's just it's just ridiculous to me I don't even know and you know I still I do I I really 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 hope that for some reason Jed didn't realize that sometimes when you drop a podcast that it takes Apple and Spotify a couple days to approve and so maybe that's why it's delayed but I would imagine if that was the case he would have posted about it on Instagram and said hey all so sorry I know I made this big announcement is he just gonna pretend like he is he gonna pretend like he never made it Yes, just like he pretended that he that what happened with him Didn't and Hannah never not, happened, and he yeah. went on and he tried to do tour right afterwards oh silently. My God. He's just gonna he that's that's his PR move. Is just honey? Silence. Why don't you just audition for Listen to Your Heart? Okay, yeah, that's where you belong. I mean, I remember s- that flop of a show like almost a year ago. I do. You know, it was Did so you know funny. They broke up. <laughs> I know they broke up. Everyone broke up from that show. Yeah, yeah. yeah. but you know what? Even though it it didn't, you know, provide what The Bachelor and Bachelorette provides for me, I do appreciate it and I'll always have a warm spot for it in my heart because just like how I feel for Love is Blind because it did help me, mm. you know, process my way through the early days of this of this that pandemic. Right up there with uh, Tiger King, you know. There were a few things that got us through and uh, that was one of them, you know, yeah. that was one of them. Bless. During the early days. Wow. Almost During the early ago. days, I'm I know. Like, can you believe? I'm like taken back, like <laughs> like, and that's so Raven back to like a back to. Remember March how when we were watching "Listen to Your Heart" via um, Zoom, via Zoom, and we were like, "Oh, it's just going to be a couple weeks, and then we'll like get back to business." <laughs> Two years later, <laughs> it's actually that SpongeBob meme. Like nothing has been more that SpongeBob mean meme than the quarantine. Seven wow. years later. Wow. But I mean, I don't know, fam. I, it's just to me, it's a disaster. I, I think what happened is, is it's just two men going ham sandwich on social media and getting all sorts of worked up about something. Looking and like damn like, fools. And it's like, follow up with your promises. Stop teasing us. You guys are teases and not in a hot way. In a way that's annoying. I hate it. You know who's not a tease and provides for us always? Is Ben Higgins. (laughs) Ben Higgins is our bachelor king. And you know what? You can say a lot about Ben Higgins. um, But what you can't say about him is when he would never do what Jed did. He would never tease us with a release date and not drop it on that date. He is a faithful king. And we love that about you, Ben. Well, Ben Higgins um, just dropped his book. Okay. So this, okay, Ben, I love you. Can we have him on the podcast just to roast him on this cover? Because, bitch. Okay, I would actually really, 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 really like to have Ben on the podcast. We should. He'll come on. Of course, he will. Because you know what I think about Ben, and when we when we went on Almost Famous, and he right away was like, "What's your problem with me?" What I like about Ben is that even though he's not afraid to go there, yeah, even though Ben is like, you know, he he's just kind of just Ben, and he's just was like the nice guy bachelor. I feel like actually he'll go there. And most I, people, I, I like that about him. Yeah. And most people tiptoe around it, like they they won't go. Ben literally just is like super direct. And Dude, is like guys, what's, basically backstory. When I'm almost famous, and literally like he's like, "Hey, Becca, hey, Jess, like whatever." Two minutes in, 
recording on the podcast. So like, what's your problem with me? I love that. I loved it too. And we all laughed about it. And it was like, and it was like, you could tell it kind of bugged him. But instead of just like letting it fester, he's just like, hey, what? why do you have a problem with me? I don't feel like I'm this way, but like you kind of come for me in these ways. Like, what's the deal? And then we, yeah. and then we told him and then we kind of continued to roast him a little bit and he took it. And I Bro, love he that. He looks so much like my brother. It's insane. Does he really? Yeah. Did you see that photo I posted my brother the other day on my Instagram? Maybe not. I thought you were the one who responded back to it. Anyway, he looks a lot like my big brother. Um, I love, yeah. Ben, please come on our podcast. But I, I, okay. I just need to talk. I need to talk about this book. Okay. First of all, the title is Alone in Plain Sight. Mm-hmm. Dark, heavy. Hey, he's not afraid to go there. I admire that. the The cover. It's like okay. First, my first thought is like maybe this is like a memoir about someone's football days. Next thought is, oh shit, this is one of those guys who like used to work on a fishing boat in Alaska and it capsized, and him and like five other dudes were stuck on a lifeboat, and they ended up having to eat one of the dudes who passed away, and they were able to like make it to shore by drinking each other's pee for three weeks, and like paddling with paddles they made out of like baseball caps strung together with like fishing wire, and then now he's written this book. Honestly, I am so inspired by whatever book it is that you are creating. (laughs) I would love to read whatever book that is. See, what I... I that's such a better description than what I was thinking. I just looked at this and I go, is did Ben get kidnapped? Is am I unaware that Ben was kidnapped and this is his missing like this is like the like the book about Ben that they've been searching for Ben? Because that was <laughs> that was the vibe. Like what if he's actually no no no, even better. What if he's someone else that is actually like hidden his identity all these years and he's like coming forward with the truth like his name's not Ben Higgins. Becca do you know what this is? What? This proves our theory. You know how we've talked about how Ben is the secret love child of Chris Harrison. And Chris is like, I'll give you this position, but you just can't talk about that. I'm actually <laughs> listen to the title of this alone in plain sight. Ben looking dreamy and sad underneath. It says searching for connection when you're seen, but not known. He's completely Chris Harrison's love child. He's like, Chris, please acknowledge me as your bastard son. He's just like, Dad, please tell the world, Dad. Okay, you, you told know. Lauren the other day. Lauren Zima knows. Tell the world. I am no. your son. You know what this book actually is? <laughs> what is it actually? It's actually the, uh, I think it's the same guy who did Rob Bell's The Heretic cover. <laughs> Not actually, but. Oh my God, it looks like exactly similar like. similar art creative instruction. Oh my God, Rob, slide into our DMs. Let us know the the creative direction. Who who did it? it their names are like, like in the same font. You need to pull up the Heretic cover. Oh my God, is is Ben Higgins a fan of Rob Bell? I there's no way. I don't feel like Ben Higgins is a fan of Rob Bell. Absolutely. You think he is? Why wouldn't he be? That's so Ben. I feel like Ben is more of the vibe who would maybe consider Rob Bell to be a little more of the heretic energy. You know what? Let's get him on the fucking show and talk about it. Let's no. talk about Ben's beliefs. I Let's get him on the I show. I called it, bitch, following Rob Bell on Instagram. <gasps> no, stop. Yep. He follows Rob? Yeah. 
I know. See, me and Ben, I, I get, we're on the same wavelength. You see Ben. Oh my God. I Wait see a him. I do see him. Becca, do and you? And you know what? He knows that I see him. That's why Ben's like, we got beef. And I'm like, no, I just see you, bitch. Okay, you, question. You see me and you see me. I feel seen by, I have to say, when Ben talks about me, I feel seen. I think ben, we get each other. I, I, you know what? I see that. You two did, ha- you guys have kind of like, a, you guys have a, a, speaking of the fact that he looks like your brother, when you guys do speak, it has a little bit of a brother-sister energy. Yeah, and maybe it's just like two roads diverged, like, and I took the one less traveled on. <laughs> and that has made all the difference. <laughs> oh, man. Wow. Wait, okay, Becca, do you think that there's any world that we live in that we could somehow have a podcast with Rob Bell and Ben Higgins, all the four of us together? You know, that definitely crossed my mind like two minutes ago when I saw that he was following him. I bet we could do a podcast with the four of us. That would actually be kind of of great. That would kind of be everything. Because I know I would just be so interested you know what would end up happening is Rob Bell would like interview Ben, but in the way that Rob Bell does where you walk into a room. Okay. This is a side. This is just a side T note about Rob Bell broads because you obviously didn't see behind the scenes, but both times when Rob Bell has come to our home to record, he walks in and he's like, he's just like a very gentle spirit. Like, but every time he walks has walked into my home he sees Evan and he does like Rob Bell has this energy where like he doesn't say like like he looks at Evan and Evan's kind of like doing his own thing. And then Evan kind of turns and looks at him and Rob goes like, you doing OK, guy? <laughs> and like and then like Evan will just like melt in the palm of his hand and be like, I don't know. I've been struggling with this, this, this and this. <laughs> and Rob will sit for like an hour and be like, tell me about like your upbringing and like explain like, how do you feel? And Evan's just like Let's work through some of Ben's issues. Yes. Let's I feel like the- Rob would do that with Ben. OK, Rob wait. would just be like, tell me everything. No, I found the picture of my brother so you can see. I'll show I'll show the camera, too. It's actually kind of crazy. Oh, whoa. Here's yeah, my brother I remember that photo. Like I didn't think about Ben, but yes, your brother is very cute. He just looks like Ben when they both do that face. Okay, anyway. Yeah, your brother's super cute. Send him some of my love. <laughs> I won't. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, Ben's looking kind of fuller face some of these days. You know, he's getting older. So... Anyway, um, so yeah. Anyway, so we're having Ben on the podcast. Hope he listens to this. Hope you guys are sliding his DMs and be like the broads want you on. That way, you just we don't have to do any of the work. We don't have to email him, DM him, nothing. <laughs> Even though it makes life sweet, a lot easier. So uh, sweet, feel free to slide in his ben, DMs. Sweet Ben definitely would. But like, also, all- guys, slide in <laughs> for Grayston. Grayston really wants Ari on the Patreon. So broads out there, even if you're not subscribed to our Patreon, you know, like wait comment now here and there okay DM if Ari. you gray, guys like know. gray seriously like i don't even have to be on it like gray wants to talk to ari so bad after watching it. gray is an ari stan so far we haven't gotten through the season okay i'm gonna be real though love you too but if you guys get fucking ari on your patreon and he doesn't sit between us i will rage because i have begged for ari and you refuse <laughs> I, I don't want to do it 
I don't want to do it. And then this is what I'm saying. I, I am sure as hell not reaching out. But if Gray wants to have it, Gray literally wants to do an interview with him. Then all I don't, want, asking, I don't want to talk to him. Then all I'm asking is if you guys do it, then when Gray is interviewing, that I'm allowed to be in the room because I need absolutely because i mean I, we can we can air if look if if we we can air it on here well, i don't know we'll give you a cut on the paywall if you <laughs> gray is like i, I mean the gray is simping so hard for ari really gray is like i see ari i get why he's making the decisions he's making like i understand him like as a person like gray actually feels like a connection like he feels like he's like ari interesting it's very interesting i you know what i do have to say that i i did everyone gave ari a hard time i did like ari on your season yeah sure now i have other feelings in recent days and now i have a very different opinion about ari which is you know i i think that was what uh like maybe a year ago i was like i really want to get ari and lauren on the podcast and it was just like i get that there's probably gonna be awkward whatever uh, yeah Becca, look, I, can't, no I, can't reach, I can't reach out and do yeah, that i mean just i just like, i can't do it i still can't do it i but, mean i could dm and be like gray wants you on the patreon but i can't do that you guys my anxiety is way too high for that yeah well broads i mean there's i feel like there's there were still there's yeah, still more whatever tea. we can cover it we can cover you, it when we cover it and we'll cover it when we'll cover it on the on on the the upcoming episodes um also just so you all know as, as a heads up for next week there is a chance we still aren't 100 sure about the schedule but it's our queen becca's birthday um and i'm trying to unplug y'all i'm trying to do some days of like a few days of just like not being on my phone trying to have a moment of peace on your yeah. birthday so there is a chance that next week our tuesday episode um might be an episode that was is pre-recorded all about relationships you all sent in some amazing q a questions yes. and we're going to be doing that that episode will either drop on tuesday or thursday there's a chance that we'll have our bachelor recap episode drop on thursday instead of tuesday so it might be a little bit different so be patient with us. We appreciate it. We'll still have the recap drop. We'll still have the two episodes next week, but it just might be in different order. We'll see. But, you know, you got to give the queen her birthday. Yeah. Move aside, Victoria. I'm the queen now. <laughs> I mean, my real birthday is on Wednesday, but I don't know. I just need some I just need some time off, y'all. So with peace and love, if I can avoid <laughs> staying up till like too late to be talking about the bachelor on monday night i'd like to avoid it so yeah we're gonna we're gonna see if we can pull some strings figure out some stuff but we're gonna try but either way shaking up the schedule next week but both episodes we're gonna have the two episodes per usual they just might be swapped yep so anyway with that thanks for tuning in to this interesting episode we Uh, love you broads and uh chat chat soon. soon